All right, back at it again with the Engaged Life. Welcome back to the show. It's an honor that you would spend, oh, I don't know, roughly the next 10 minutes with us. Now, what we keep learning is that every episode we get longer and longer and longer, just in small increments. So eventually it's going to be a four-hour show. But for right now, (laughs) we're going to try and keep her right around that 10-minute mark. My name is Brett. This is Desiree. This is the Engaged Life on the Engaged Network. Over the last number of weeks, I don't know what you're laughing at. Over the last number of weeks, we've talked about a whole number of things. We've talked about expectations, new year. How do you hear the voice of God? All of these things are connected. They're all a little bit different. They're all separate. Today, I want to take a a little bit of left turn, but I think it's still connected in uh, talking about the same sort of thing. But all the time, we deal with and we have great conversations with people about how do I know where to go in my life? How do I know what to do? This is connected back to how do I make decisions? You know, every article in Relevant Magazine talks to the same thing. Every self-help book writes about the same thing. Like, how do I know where to go with my life? How do I know, like, where my life is headed? We all Um, want purpose. What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So all those things are big questions and big things. But what I'm really curious is is for you mm-hmm. you know because we could talk about details we talk about semantics but i think what what we really want to know is like what's our personal journey's been like i know that i am at times an outlier in my personal journey because i've known since i was like a very little kid exactly what i was supposed to do that's true exactly. you're an anomaly yeah <laughs> And, and I know that I've kind of got, I've had this clarity. It doesn't mean I didn't try and like walk away from it or run away from it, you know, over time. But mm-hmm. I've had a general clarity about direction in my life. Mm-hmm. But what I'm interested in hearing from you today as the hostess with the most is, oh is more specifically not like how did you figure out where to go in life, but maybe how have you found your voice in this season? Because in every season, you know, you're searching, you're finding, you know, having kids that throws a whole wrench in it, like mm-hmm. with your own personal identity. And I know for you in the last year, it's like kind of been this like big step forward, including hosting this leading show on the internet here <laughs> and um, being basically one of the best YouTube hosts on the planet self-proclaimed. I want to know, what has it been like, let's even say in the last six months, the last year, mm-hmm. what's it been like for you to find your voice, discover your place, mm-hmm. kind of walk us through that identity journey. Shift. Yeah, I think. I didn't think you were going to say shift. <laughs> 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 um, wow. Okay. I, I think for me, like you said, it's it's hard to find your identity in different seasons because mm-hmm. I think it changes with every season that comes. You know, when you're single, you're searching for what that identity looks like. And then you get married and then that kind of shifts a little bit. Like you're still you, but everything looks a little bit different. And then you have kids and then it looks different again. And being in ministry looks different again. And then, you know, all of those parts together, you know, sometimes it gets a little bit messy and it's a little bit hard to figure out, wait, who, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? What's my role here? Right. What's my job? And I think the thing that I've learned first and foremost is to be okay with where I am right now, which is hard. It's hard to be content and it's hard not to always look ahead at the future and what I want and what my dreams are and what I feel like the Lord is putting on my heart, but to be content with where I am right now because the right now is where I'm being shaped and molded for what's next. Mm. 
And for me, it's, you know, in the last six months to a year, finding the balance between contentment, but also pushing myself a little bit more. And that's hard because I get frustrated at times with where I'm at and with what I'm doing or not doing and able to do and not able to do. And so the my, my heart attitude isn't always where it should be. Wow. But at the same time, learning to not also just settle back and settle into that and let contentment become, what's the word, like displaced, like where you just kind of feel out of place and out of touch and you're not even paying attention anymore and you're just kind of getting a little too comfortable. So I think for me, it's all a process and it's all just literally taking one step at a time, walking with Jesus one step at a time, because as soon as we go too far ahead of ourselves, we get frustrated. As soon as we get too comfortable with where we're at, then, you know, we're missing out on what's next. So it's that, that healthy tension between where we are now and where we're going. How then would you stay flexible and adaptive Mm -hmm. so that you can change with the season? And then how do you know, okay, my my role is changing or I'm going to pursue this now? Is there anything for you that's like, okay, this is how I know? Uh, I think for me, a big part of it has been you pushing me. And I mean... I know, hard to believe... (laughs) That's part of marriage too, right? Is trusting sure. your your spouse and and trusting that they also see where you are, where you've been, where you're going, and the potential that's in you. And so, you know, I appreciate that in in our marriage that you do push me. And I think it's trusting the Lord's timing. You know, in hindsight, it's always hindsight where you see, okay, you know, I wasn't ready for this right. six months to a year ago, and that's okay, even though I was frustrated back then. But now I am ready for it, and actually my character and where the Lord has taken me personally is much better equipped to handle where I'm at now. Not that I'm there by any stretch of the phrase, but just that, what do you always say, your character? Well, your character carries your calling. Yeah. So if you don't have, you have a big calling in your life and you better have a big character. Otherwise you yeah. will, you'll be crushed under the weight of your your calling. Yeah. Right? And that, that always resonates with me. I think that, you know, the Lord's had to do a lot of work on my character to even get me to this point and then to continue on to what's next. You know, my, my attitude, my heart, how I see things, how I perceive things, how I see people, it all right. matters to where I'm going. And if I don't, if I'm not taking the time in this, in, in the in-between seasons to, to learn those things and to grow and develop myself, I am going to crumple under what's next because right. I'm not ready for it. So is there, are there any like road markers or any things that you have learned in your own life, your own story that, that tells you that change is coming? you you're my road marker (laughs) and that's usually because change is always coming being married to you (laughs) yeah when we started the church one of the phrases that i wanted to use was change is the only constant Mm -hmm. and everyone's like no let's veto that immediately i mean i'm not afraid of change but Mm -hmm. it's also easy to be not afraid of change when you're leading change it's like when you're like reacting to change or when when change is thrust upon you it's hard to respond to change when you're leading it it's really easy because you're excited about like the future that you're creating and you're excited about the possibilities Mm -hmm. and I love new things I love starting things so I get like super energized around those things I think maybe what I've learned from myself I can feel change coming Mm. this is like maybe more of like a you know a leadership 
jam yeah. uh, track that we're talking about today. So, but this works like if you're running a business, if if you're like a contractor, or even uh, in your family, in your honestly. family, uh, with your organization. For me, it's it's leading a church. I can feel change coming. I can feel when it's time, like mm-hmm. when we need to make a shift. For me, it's very intuitive, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, I think we need to we need to just like tweak something. And a lot of it's just like looking at what's in front of me. Yeah, and I also understand that. I live in the future a lot of times. And so I need to scale back when I talk. What you share. What I say. At times, I can be an overshare as well. (laughs) Because I get so excited about the future that I'm like, boom, 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 all these things. And everyone's like... How are we going to make Help. it through? And like, <laughs> don't you see the problems that are here right now? <laughs> it's not that I don't see the problems that are here right now. I just mm. see the potential and I see us getting past those problems. Yeah. So for me, it's like I just I'm always analyzing the situation and I always want to try and be two or three or four or five steps ahead. Mm. But then I got to realize I can't always communicate step five mm-hmm. because in my head, I've been I've been living there for long time, six months, long time. Yeah, I need to communicate steps one, two, three. So I guess for yeah. me, like, how do I know what's next? I just kind of. I just have a sense of when it's time to shift. And then obviously there's there's always the unexpected and it's how do I respond yeah. to the unexpected. But hopefully we build our systems, our structures, especially if you're organizationally based, business based. If you could build your, your systems and structures to be ready for the next step, then theoretically you're ready for the next surprise because you're always thinking two a steps couple, ahead, two steps ahead mm-hmm. right? So we can anticipate change. We can anticipate when it's time to pivot. Mm-hmm. I would say right now is a pivot point for us yeah. trying to change. Maybe this is where we'll be headed on a future episode mm-hmm. is how do we need to change as ourselves in other seasons? Like you talked about how you knew you're coming into this and you're changing, but like now that we're here, now we got to change again. How do you reinvent yourself, but stay true to yourself at the same yeah. time? So, yeah. hey, we're so thankful that you've taken a few minutes out of your day to watch us on whatever platform you're watching or listening on. Thank you for making the engaged life a big part of your life. Don't forget, we love to hear your questions and we would want to put your face right here. And if that's intimidating, just slide into our DMs. I'm at Brett Esslinger. You're at Des Esslinger at Engage.Church. This is the Engaged Life. I'm Brett. This is Desiree. That's Libby. You can't see her, but she literally makes our world go round. Thanks for watching or listening, and we'll see you next week.